This is a podcast about our lived experience, which unfortunately includes infant death and subsequent mental health struggles. Please take good care of yourself and only listen if this content feels safe for you right now. We'll still be here when you're ready. Hi, I'm Judith. And I'm Alina. We both lost babies to SIDS in winter 2021. In the throes of grief, I reached out to a stranger on the internet and our friendship was born. In the years since, we've been working hard to survive, rebuild, and navigate the continual challenges that have come our way, including divorce, job loss, dating while bereaved, moving multiple times, health scares, pregnancy and parenting a living child, starting new jobs, and so much more. We are tired. Happily Ever After is out of the question for us, but this podcast documents our journeys to happier ever after because we believe life after loss is worth living. So join us as we laugh, cry, cry until we laugh. (laughs) Welcome to As Long As I'm Living podcast. We're so glad you're here. Hello, it's As Long As I'm Living podcast. And we are together. Together. We're together. We just were Instagram live, so maybe we got to say hi to you guys, and that was really fun. That was so fun. That was so fun. I really do like going on Instagram live. I do too, because I get to talk to people, and I feel like this is always a one-way conversation. Like, I feel like we're talking to you, but I never know what you guys are thinking, so I love, love, I love getting able to hear your brains. I love it. Um, Okay, so Alina, we are having a very important conversation today. Very important. Okay, so... You're getting married. I'm getting married. You're getting married in July. I'm getting married in July. Um, And we want to come up with ways to incorporate Quinn. Yeah. It feels like this is something that I would like Google and then be completely unsatisfied. (laughs) Well, yeah, because the thing is, like, this is a very unique situation. Already, it's unusual to get married twice. It's very, it's less, even less usual. Actually, I think people typically have alive kids. If they're getting married a second time. So that's not unusual. But having a dead kid and then getting married again, I think, is a pretty unique set of circumstances. Yeah. Um, So the question is, or I guess the situation is, if he were alive, he would be so involved in the day. Mm -hmm. And... But he's not alive. He's dead. So how how can I incorporate him... Make make it make me feel like he's still included in the day without just like dragging the whole day down and making it about a dead baby. You know, I want it to be like it's about my son, not about my dead baby. But I feel like one thing I'm worried about. I actually want to correct that, and I want to say it's about you, and part of you is a dead baby. Like meaning part of it's about your family. It's about your family Mm -hmm. growing because you're adding a partner in, a new partner in. Yeah, and it's like how do you honor this new family? I think right. when people get married with alive children, they like have them be up there and like say vows together, like they're mm-hmm. holding hands, they're like part of a wedding ceremony, there's maybe like a dance or whatever it is. It's like celebrating your entire family as a unit. Right. And like this is a big day for your family. You're getting another person in your family. Yeah. Quinn's getting a stepdad. Yeah, exactly. So it's really about celebrating the family. Part of your family includes a dead child. So it's like He's still part of the day intrinsically because he's part of your family. Right. He's but it's like, how do you include him so he's seen but not sadly seen? Right. I don't want everybody to, like, look at me with pity all day because I have a dead baby. Right. You want it to be but I want them to look at me and say, I, I want them to look at, I want them to look at me and my you know, fiance, husband, and see that we have, I have a kid and he yes. has a stepson. Yes. Um, Cause that's also, that's part of my family. And he, he takes 
it seriously. He knows he's going to be a stepdad to a dead kid. And like, again, like you're, we were saying, like, that's something that I would wish he could Google and figure out like ways to do, but he has to kind of figure it out on his own. Um, but we want to kind of come up with some ways to include him. So let's start, let's start from, at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning of the day. Yeah? yeah. Beginning of the day. So the first thing is I have thought from the very, very, very beginning when I first realized that, you know, Haley and I were going to be separating and that I was hopefully going to be getting married again. I have always pictured that I would like to have a moment in the day when I'm in my dress already by myself with Quinn. I think that's important to me because I think there would be, again, if you were alive, he would be, you know, almost three. And I think he would like love seeing his mom, like in a princess dress, you know, like he'd be like, Oh my God, mom looks so great. And like probably getting like puffs all over my dress or something. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's something I want to do just for me is like, once I'm dressed, just like go in a bathroom or something or like in a room by myself for like 10 minutes and just have a cry and just be close to him while I'm, Dressed up, like, while I'm a bride, you know? Yeah. Um, So that is from the beginning of the day. And then what about the ceremony? The ceremony, I think, is the piece that I feel the most trepidation about. Okay, what do you mean by that? I think because, because it's, like, fairly common to have second weddings with kids, I think I have this image in my mind of what it should look like where he should be standing up there with me and like Tyler should be like saying a little vow to him. And like, he should be such an important part of the ceremony. He'd be a little ring bearer. Like he'd be so freaking cute. And I think his absence is going to be pretty acutely felt for me at that moment, almost more so than the reception. I'm actually feeling emotional right now talking about this because I feel like at the reception, like, he probably would have gone to bed at some point, you know, like he wouldn't have been present for the whole reception. He would have like eaten a bite of cake or something and then like gone to bed. But like the ceremony, he would have been very present for. And like we were just talking about like a wedding when you have a child, like you're marrying like the whole, like my fiance is marrying Quinn also. Yeah. You know, like he's marrying into this family of mine that includes Quinn. And it just is so weird that he won't be there. It is weird. I think one of the things that you did intentionally is your ceremony is very small. Yeah. It's at 1.30 in the afternoon. Yep. And it's, I mean, I don't even know if I'm invited. I just said I'm coming. <laughs> Pretty much. It's going happen. And it's like, there's going to be like 10 people, just our parents. And I was like, mm, 11. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I think in the end, maybe you're like, switch it to 15 if we're lucky. But I don't actually <laughs> care. I'm just coming. But that's not the point. The point is, like, part of your thought process in making this ceremony is that people are going to be missing. Yeah. And you don't want all this attention on you guys in a way that's, like, hundreds of people, not hundreds of people, 70 people staring at you. Right. And you don't want it to feel like a normal wedding because someone's missing. Right. So, intentionally, by design, you're having a very small ceremony. And I think that will help a little bit because everyone in that room will know Quinn, love Quinn, be thinking of Quinn, holding Quinn in their hearts. And they will also know that it's different. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Like my new in-laws. Oh, well, they don't know. Are not. (laughs) Okay, not them. They don't. Like. Not them. Okay, never mind. Good point. Just on your side. Yeah. Well, we have spoken about like having this chair for him Mm -hmm. and a picture of him on the chair. Yeah. You know, a sign that says like reserved for the bride's son or something like that. 
Except for Quinn. I feel very sad. It is really sad. Are you going to talk about him in your vows? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. My brother got married two months after Aiden died. And then we made, my husband and I made the decision that we didn't want any family from our side to walk down the aisle because the thought of all the other cousins walking down mm-hmm. but not Aiden was too painful for me. The thought of... He should have been going in a little wagon. Yeah. You know? The thought of, like, us walking down the aisle as a family unit, it didn't feel right because the family wasn't a unit at that time. We were so... um, But one thing that they did do that was, to me, I thought was so beautiful was the officiant said um, that... He made some speech at the beginning and said something like, Weddings are such a joyous occasion that um, it reaches people in the heavens. And we know that today we're joined by all of our friends and family here Mm -hmm. on this earth, but also Grandma Nancy, Grandpa Uh Harold, Baby Aiden. Like he said. That's so nice. And he said, and they're they're here with us because they wouldn't want to miss out on this beautiful, joyous day and like their family growing. And just having that acknowledgement. But the way it was said, I don't think anyone felt uncomfortable because it was like, there was um, other people included. And I just yeah. felt so seen in that moment. Obviously, I was in disaster and I was sobbing. <laughs> but I so appreciate that the officiant included him to some, to some degree just by yeah. saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I want him included in the ceremony. I just think I haven't figured out what that's going to look like. Because the other thing is, like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that the... I'm afraid that every time he's included, I'm going to start crying and not be able to, like, get my shit together. I have no doubt in my mind that's not going to happen. You have no doubt in your mind that's not going to happen. I really don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I really don't think that's going to happen. Why? Um, I think when you got engaged... You were, I spoke to you on the phone, you were so happy. Like, you weren't thinking that at all. Yeah, you're right. I think when all the times that you've been with your fiancé and it's been, like, a joyous, happy time and you thought, it just, like, never was that way. You think it was, but, like, I've never seen that happen, so I just don't think it will. You're actually, that makes, that reminds me of um, when we we got engaged in Quebec, we went on, like, a little weekend trip away and... um, the whole weekend was like so happy and joyful. And like, we talked about Quinn a lot. We like cheers to him yeah. every time we got a drink. And, but there was this one time that we took this little funicula up to this like beautiful view and we got off the funicula and we turned to look at this view and it was so breathtaking. And I just burst into tears because it made me so sad that Quinn wouldn't ever see that view. And I cried for like 45 seconds. And then I just, like, went back to feeling so happy. See, I think that's what it's going to be like. I hope it's like that. I really think it's going to be like that because the entire environment is going to be like that. Yeah. And you can always excuse yourself. Yeah. I just really don't think it. My hunch is it's not going to be like that. My hunch is going to be it's such a joyous day and you're going to love talking about him and you're going to cry a little bit and you're going to be sad, but it's not going to consume you in any way. Yeah. I really don't think so. Yeah. I hope that's what it's like. 
So TBD on the... TBD on the ceremony. If anybody has any ideas, please send me a message. (laughs) Well, one thing we spoke about, since I'm going to be doing the flowers, which may be the dumbest idea we've ever had, (laughs) is we spoke about using one of Quint's birth cloths to wrap the flowers. The bouquet. bouquet, So you can hold on to him and have a piece with him. I love that idea. Close to you at all times. So we spoke about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what about the ceremony? I mean, the reception. Yeah, so the reception I put... Oh, wait, we forgot something. What? So in between the ceremony and the reception, you guys are going to stop and take pictures. Yeah. And you were like, I don't know if I want to do pictures here or how where to, do pictures. where to do pictures. And one of the things we spoke about is going to a space that you feel really close to Quinn, which is mm-hmm. Lake Quinn. Yeah, we have this lake that was near the house that we lived in when Quinn was alive. And I go there a lot and I feel really close to him there. And so if there's time or like maybe try to build time into the day for us to go take pictures there, I think that would be really nice it's also a beautiful space it's beautiful yeah so and i think it'll just be nice to have him there yeah and that would be nice like a little bit of time that's just the three of us you know Mm -hmm. like me tyler Mm -hmm. and quinn Mm -hmm. that would be nice um so yeah reception Reception. so a piece of the reception that i'm a little worried about is the mother-son dance specifically so I already had a wedding. I did a father-daughter dance. I'm, you know, I would absolutely do it again. The thing that stresses me out is the whole concept of a parent-child dance is very emotional for me uh, for obvious reasons because I won't get to do that with Quinn at his wedding, you know, because he's dead. (laughs) Good point. Um, And so it is important to my fiancé that he does a dance with his mom and I want to let him have that moment that he's imagined with her and that she's probably imagined with him. Um, But like I've been to weddings since Quinn died and I have to step outside during the mother son dance because it is just so, I mean, it's just so fucking tragic. Yeah. It's like, it's not okay. Yeah. That he's dead. No, it's not. And I just feel like seeing these adult mothers with their adult sons, like, just rub salt in the wound. And so I'm a little bit nervous about that piece of the day. And so you and I were talking about this yesterday. Like, what the fuck should we do about this? And one idea we had is, well, first of all, I reserve the right to step outside (laughs) and leave if I have to. Um, the other idea was to me dance with my dad at the same time as my fiance danced with his mom. And that way, like, I can just try to focus on it yeah. as a father daughter dance and, and not yeah. as a mother son dance specifically. Yeah. Um, but then this other idea that Judith had that I love is like, I think that it's possible all eyes are going to be on me during that dance just because like it's so obviously yeah. a lack and emotional yeah. and so judith was like what if well, why don't you say it what your idea was no, no, you say it. judith had the idea to immediately following that do like a dance for quinn so there's this song that i danced a lot to when i was pregnant with him because it was on a playlist i listened to a lot when i was pregnant and i danced it danced to it with him when he was alive a couple of times and i have like specific memories of dancing to it with him and it's like an upbeat fun yeah it's a fun dancing song. song it's a fun dancing song um and i think that would be a nice way like that and that's a time where i can kind of like and you can invite everyone yeah to come join you on the dance floor because like i want i want 
I want it to feel like we're celebrating yeah. my family. Yeah. And not that we're like bummed and feeling sorry for me. I think you need to say that when you make the announcement. Just say like today's a big celebration for my family. Yeah. And Quinn and I are so happy to have you here. Yeah. You know, one thing Quinn and I love to do together is to dance. Yeah. And I want, this is a song that we dance to together a lot. I want to mm-hmm. invite everyone to join me in celebrating our family and mm-hmm. how our family has grown today. And let's dance together. You know, let's dance together, remember Quinn, and celebrate my family. Now I'm emotional again. Yeah. It's very emotional. It's very emotional. I just wish he was here. I know. That would be better. That would be so much better. That would be better. But then, you know, I wouldn't be a professional podcaster. Then you wouldn't be with me. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know you. You probably wouldn't even know your fiancé. I probably wouldn't even know my fiancé. So, that is so true. Your life would be sad and otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think other little ideas. Um, I love the burp cloth bouquet. Even if we don't actually wrap the bouquet in the burp cloth, like I think I should carry a burp cloth up with me because first yeah. of all, I'm gonna be crying. Yeah, and that's what I cry into anyway. But that's a nice way to have him there with me. Um, I want to light a candle for him that that's like different than all the other yeah. candles at the reception. That's like noticeably a different candle, and that's like gonna be lit the whole yeah. reception for him. Um. There's going to be a lot of um, bereaved parents at this wedding, or at least there's a lot that are invited. And I know a couple that are definitely coming, including you, Judith. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be like a whole table of <laughs> dead babies. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll all be there. Um, which I love. I love that. And it's so different than my first wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that there's just like this whole new group of people um, that I didn't even know last time I got married. Um and something else, like another little thing is I definitely want to like pick out an outfit for him that he would have worn if he had been alive. I don't know if I'll actually buy it or bring it there, but just like shopping for what he would have worn feels like a nice way to include him in the planning. Yeah. Um, yeah. You think he would have worn a bow tie? Yeah. I do too. <laughs> um, little suspenders. <laughs> I literally can't. What a cutie. I, uh, I tell you this all the time. I tell you this all the time. But I say that the happiest times are sometimes the saddest. It's true. Sometimes. You know, we have an episode about that. It's called Happy Days. Exactly. But I genuinely don't think that's going to be the case yet. Yeah. Yeah. If, I honestly, I think my happiest moments with Tyler have not been Clouded sad. So I have no reason to think that this one will be. You're right. I just haven't seen it to be the case to this point. Yeah. Well, if anybody has any ideas, I am all ears. <laughs> because yeah, I would I'm like to hear from you guys, like how did you incorporate your yeah. children in um, big family days? Yeah. I, I mean, I think about it a lot because one day, hopefully my alive children will get married and how are we going to include them? Or they'll have a bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah, mm-hmm. how are we going to include them? I actually had a friend who told me like her son, his name is Joshi. She's like, Joshi is going to turn bar mitzvah like himself she's like how are you gonna have bar mitzvah without bar mitzvah boy (laughs) and i you know i think part of that is like you have these happy occasions and something is so fundamentally missing yeah but you feel compelled to move forward with the occasion yeah you know like you have to find another way and there's just no roadmap for this and you know what else is interesting i have in general, opted out of a lot of celebratory Mm -hmm. family-oriented stuff since Quinn died. Like, I have not done a lot of holidays. I have not done 
you know, I, I've skipped a couple of friends' weddings that I absolutely would have gone to. I've gone to a couple, but I've also unfortunately been just not well enough to go to a couple. Um, so yeah. So this is like this a this is like thing. a big thing. This is a big thing. Honestly, I'm surprised that I'm having a real wedding at all. I am. Too. I really like, am surprised. The whole time you had told me that you're eloping, that I'm not invited. <laughs> you told me like a million times that it's just gonna be you guys, yeah. not even your parents. Yeah. And we then, were definitely considering fully eloping with, like, nobody there. And now all of a sudden you're having, like, a real party with 70 people. Yeah. And, like, a ceremony that I may or may not be invited to. <laughs> <laughs> Which I literally think is ridiculous, but I will be at regardless. <laughs> Even if the room doesn't fit her, you will be it's, peeking in I the window. I literally have never heard of such a dumb thing to be like, no, you can't come because there's no space. I mean, I just, whatever. <laughs> I, like, I can't even, like, entertain the thought. First of all, like, my brain is so confused how you could be so strictly held to someone else's rule like that. You like, don't, if someone you told don't me, follow rules. I don't, if someone told me I have space for 20, then I'd probably invite 30. <laughs> With the assumption that we can squish. Because I'd rather have people that I care about than, like, not. Um, but you're like, they told me 20, so I need to have 19. Exactly. You know? That's who I am. Um, that's me. Yeah, but I think that's ridiculous, so I'll be there. Anyway... <laughs> If you have any ideas, or if you yourself have been through this and you found a way to incorporate someone that you love, please send it to us. Actually, like truly, if you are listening to this and you have had a wedding since your baby died, send me a message because I want to talk to you. This is like, I I am like, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Especially if the dad, if the husband, if the partner, especially if the person you were marrying was not your baby's father, other parent, other parent. but even if even if they were, I still want to talk to you because I think it's still just not that common. Okay. Okay. See okay. You guys later. To all of our wonderful new friends, we want to hear from you. Email us at as long as I'm living podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at as long as I'm living podcast. We'll get back to you as soon as our grieving brains allow. Yay!